Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Are you actually being one of those robots at mass? I'm telling you, we've all been there. You know, when you go in, you sit down, you're not really prepared, you're not in the mood, you just checked the box, you went, you found yourself just reciting the prayers, doing amen as an automatic response, and you leave like, what was that? It all stems from our attitude. Are you looking at Mass as something that you must go to? Because if you don't, it's going to be a mortal sin, and you got to go to confession. Do you wake up wanting to go to Mass? Or are you like, oh, i got to drag myself out of bed to go do this? Or maybe you go on Saturdays to quote-unquote get it out of the way so you don't have to wake up on Sundays. It's truly all about how we look at Mass. And I want you all to try this Sunday. We've had one Sunday already in Mass. And I told you that my one Sunday was filled with grace because of the topic and because of us going to God for his mercy. And I had all of my resentment and my anger and the feelings of betrayal melt away from me at Mass. I could feel it. I started tearing up saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And all of these beautiful Supernatural mysteries are waiting for you, too, at Mass. So what are we going to do? Try this during Lent. I sit here and I think, why not make the most of Mass? You're going anyway. There's a big difference when you just wake up, shove yourself in your car, go there, attend it and whip back home, and half of the day you don't even realize it's Sunday. That's when you know you are attending Mass like a robot. What do you do? Get up a little early. Or better yet, read the readings the night before. If you're subscribed to the usccb.org email list, 
you actually receive, I think it's Wednesday night or Thursday morning, you receive Lexio Divina. It is a beautiful walk-through prayer for the readings for that Sunday. You get it days in advance. So why not read it and pray it and sit with it and allow it to marinate over you until Sunday? Who knows what Sunday is going to be like and what God is really going to do to your heart or to your soul. So that's number one. Familiarize yourself with the readings and pray and meditate on those readings. Lord, what are, you, what are you trying to tell me today? As we do or should do every day, just like today, first Friday of Lent, the first full week of Lent. Yes, we had last Friday, the first Friday. But it's going to remind us about confession. Remind me, remind me. Yeah, hey, everyone out there who I can't hear, remind me at the end of this to talk about a tip on confession. (laughs) But let's go back to Mass. One, change your attitude. Two, prepare. Read in advance. Let the word marinate over you. Number three, get there early. All right, I'm going to tell you Some of you may not want to get there early because some of your parishes are just clown shows. (laughs) Sorry. But when you're preparing for Mass and you are there early, some places pray the rosary first. Usually that's a daily Mass thing, but some Sunday Mass places do that. Otherwise, some of you may walk in and you may have everybody talking like it's a big social gathering And for you to have a moment of peace is almost comical. I have been to those parishes. I'm sad for those parishes. It's a moment for us to prepare to worship God. It's not a social event. Wait until the end to do that. Be gracious to those around you who are truly trying to prepare for Mass. But some of you may not have that ability. Maybe you have a chapel that you can tuck yourself into that would be quiet before Mass. Or at the very least, you can stay in your car. I've done that too. I've actually been to daily Mass early and I've prayed the rosary in my car. Beautiful. I'm all by myself. It's quiet. Okay, four. This is determining, this is kind of determinant, I should say, on this, what am I, what am I trying to say? This is based on who you are. So for me, I cannot look around. I get distracted. So when we start, I sit down and I close my eyes because I can pay attention to the readings more and I can, in my mind, put myself in the actual scene of the scripture and I have to pay attention. Your mind can wander whether your eyes are open or not. So I really do my best to pay attention. And some of you do better when you read the readings. That's how I was in the beginning of my journey. I found it better for me to read along, A, because I didn't know what the heck I was reading, And B, 
because it helped me learn sort of the structure of the mass as well. So again, it depends on where you're at in your journey with this whole thing. But you've got to pay attention. So the minute that your mind starts wandering, pull it back. If you get horrific thoughts during mass, that happens, happens to me, happens to all of us, I think. Just be aware that that's the evil one, point blank. The evil one doesn't want you to get closer to God, certainly not closer to God through mass. (laughs) Hello? But do what you can to pay attention, pull yourself back in. Number five, don't just recite with the rest of the people the prayers that we're saying out loud. The Our Father, the Creed, even things like, holy, 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 Lord God of hosts. We all say it in a certain way and it becomes automatic. It becomes robotic. And when you find yourself just reciting because you've memorized it, you're not praying it. You're not actually listening to the words. You're just saying them. So what I do, I just say it much, much, much quieter under my breath. And while people are saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I am saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I'm off speed. I'm under my own breath. I am praying the words. I am allowing people to do their thing. But I'm saying it under my breath in a different speed on my own to God. And so when it comes to the give me my day, give me this day, my daily bread and forgive me my trespasses. So I make it personal. I change it to me. And then when we're praying the creed. Really listen to the words. You are professing your faith. This should be one of the most serious prayers we pray. And listen to the prayers. Remind yourself of why we are there. We are there in the beginning. We have, you know, the act of contrition pretty much. We're confessing our sins. We, we, we let all of our venial sins go. And then we're hearing the word of God. And then, of course, the Eucharistic prayer and don't even, you know, go, go up and receive Jesus, which is, again, the main worshiping point of the Mass. But a lot of people say, I don't get anything out of the Mass. I'm bored. That's because you're not praying the Mass. You're not preparing yourself for the Mass. And maybe you don't even know what the purpose of the Mass is. Or you forget. Because if you did, you'd be kicking yourself right out of bed super excited to go receive Jesus in the Eucharist and to start your week, if that's the only time that you go to Mass. Oh my gosh, if that's the only time you go to Mass and you just go like a robot and you just check the box, how do you think that makes Jesus feel? We talk about harming Jesus in all of these different sinful ways in our lives. But we're really harming him by 
blowing through the mass like a robot and not even realizing what a beautiful grace it is and how much grace can come into our hearts and our lives if we approach mass in the right disposition. Now it's time to go up and receive the Eucharist. Jesus himself, when you're on your knees, are you truly preparing yourself? Are you offering yourself as a sacrifice through Jesus to the Heavenly Father on that altar? Are you asking the Lord to take everything away? What I do is I put my hands out like I'm offering myself up to the Lord. I say, Lord, take everything. I give you everything. I want to walk up and to receive Jesus completely empty, all of my sinful ways. And then, because I'm not worthy of receiving Jesus, I'm a horrible person. I ask for Mary to come into my heart and for Mary to receive Jesus for me. And then when I receive Jesus, I think about Mary and Jesus dancing in my soul, hugging, coming together, and then I ask for the Holy Spirit to have Jesus and Mary formed in me more. And then when we get back and we go back to our pew, we should be thanking God not asking for more stuff, people. <laughs> oh, Lord, please help this. Blah, 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 blah. Not asking for stuff. Thanking Jesus for coming into our soul, our mind, our body, and to help us live in the way that he wants us to with his grace that day. It should be a moment of gratitude and thanks. Not a moment for us to go ask him for more stuff. Right? Right. And then don't blow out of there at the end. <laughs> like I used to live, leave skid marks with my car tires trying to beat the traffic. I'd leave before the, the song the departing song. I know that's not the right phrase. It's early. But that's not right either. Actually, you should sit and stay for 15 minutes. That's about how long Jesus is truly in us. They say 15 minutes. They. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but that's what they say. Do you do it? I don't always do it. No. And the reason I don't is because my parish is the parish that I say is crazy after, after Mass. It's loud and it's very difficult to pray after Mass. And if you're one of those people that talks to people, just go out to the narthex. Please get out of the, of the church so that other people can actually sit with Jesus. I mean, that's a real intimate moment. You just received him. And maybe you didn't finish thanking him while everyone else was receiving the Lord and you got caught short. Cut short. Jeez, I can't talk today. All right. No more robotic mass. Jesus deserves better than that. You're causing him more wounds if you just go just to go. Or if you're just going to check the box and if you don't pay any attention. You get out of it what you put into it, truly. And that is what I wish, not wish, I pray for all of you 
to do. Because mass will then change for you and you will be excited to go. I know there are days even with people who are jazzed about going to mass and who wouldn't, you know, walk away from receiving Jesus any day. They're daily mass goers. It wouldn't even be a question. And there are some days where you wake up and you're just like, oh, I just don't want to go anywhere. We have to remember what we are receiving and how amazing it is to go and how you feel different when you leave. That's the final thing. If you're going to mass and you walk in one way and you come out the same way, you did not go to mass. Let me repeat that. If you walk into Mass the same way as you walk out of Mass, you did not participate and pray through the Mass. Sorry. It's one hour, not even sometimes. I mean, yes, Jesus says, could you not wait with me one hour, pray with me for one hour? That's probably the one hour of adoration we should do every week. But honestly, I also think it's Mass. Could you not come to Mass with me and worship me, the one who saved your life, the one who went through all of this and gave mine for yours? Really? You're going to whine because you're a little bit tired and you want to sleep in on Sunday? Do your best to throw all of your stuff out the door of that church. And make it about God. Worshipping Him. Thanking Him. Praising Him. And really feel the words that we are saying. When we say amen and we receive Jesus, we are truly saying yes. The body of Christ. Amen. Yes, I believe. Get into that word. And when you receive Jesus, think, oh my gosh, this is Jesus. How many of us just receive him, walk back to our pew, you know, make sure we don't step on anyone, you know, who's watching me, you know, walk back or, I mean, you know, I mean, (laughs) let's get out of this robotic silliness and truly worship Jesus as he deserves. Try it this Sunday. And I'm telling you, It's going to change mass. Okay, one more tip on confession. So I went to confession yesterday, had a beautiful, beautiful council. I pray that all of you have at least one or two moments in confession where that priest just knocks you on your your tail. But it reminded me, because he didn't just give me my penance. Some priests do this, some priests don't. But he didn't just say, hey, go pray um, an Our Father and three Hail Marys. He said that, but said, pray for all of those people who don't know Jesus. And he gave me um, another thing that I, (laughs) I honestly can't remember. Pray for those who don't know Jesus and for all of those who harbor resentment or something like that. Because I had to confess that I still had, you know, an attitude of resentment before Sunday. So I, I, I went after eight days, because you remember I went on Ash Wednesday, but my true heart hadn't changed until Sunday. So I confessed that. And so he said, you know, pray for those people too. When you pray your penance, associate something with it. Don't just pray the prayers, check the box, but 
even if they don't give you any association, let's say you went in there and you, you know, confess some sort of mortal sin. You watch pornography. And so when you're doing your penance, pray for the grace and the freedom from pornography. Pray for all of those people who are in the porn industry against their will and their souls and all the souls who watch them and all of the evil that's swarming around. Make it meaningful. It helps. It really does because especially in that pornography type of situation, because you're talking about the people that you are watching who could be held captive beyond their will and who also are people like mothers and or daughters and sisters and brothers and I, just <laughs> that they have been totally sucked in by evil if they're not there against their will. It makes it powerful. It puts meaning behind the penance. Okay. Mass and confession. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful offerings in this Catholic faith that we sometimes take complete advantage of and don't realize the miraculous nature of these sacraments and practices in the church. And if we did, we would approach them totally different. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come into all of our hearts. Change our hearts to be contrite and humble. Call us, call us to confession often so that we can feel your mercy and we can slowly accept that in our own lives so we can love ourselves and love our neighbors. Lord, please help us attend the holy sacrifice of the Mass with our heart, with an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness where we come to praise and worship you and where we receive you, you, into our souls, our bodies, our minds, our nourishment for the weak. Help us not to be robotic, to pay attention and to focus on worshiping and thanking you. Lord, thank you for this faith. Thank you for all of the ways in which you have given us tools to continue this walk on this earth so we can again keep you the center of our lives so that our hearts and minds are changed to love ourselves and love others. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Don't forget, if you are in the wrong disposition, you pretty much block yourself from Jesus' grace when you receive the Eucharist. It's a fact, Jack. That's from St. Francis de Sales.
Because all of us, after our first communion, first communion for those of you who are not Catholics, is the very first time that we receive Jesus. We in the Catholic Church just don't allow anyone to receive Jesus. You have to understand the Catholic faith and you have to believe in the Catholic faith. Well, you should. I didn't know who Jesus was in the Eucharist and I was confirmed. But I digress. The point being is the Catholic Church isn't punishing people by not allowing them to receive Jesus. We want them to truly understand what the Catholic faith is all about, what we believe and why we believe it. And then that person can decide, okay, yeah, I'm Catholic. If they're older, if they're younger, hopefully they know that it's the Eucharist. I did not. And that's a darn shame. But that is why there is an initiation into the church. Because Jesus is there. That is why it is so important to explain during funerals and weddings that that host is sacred. And that is why people don't receive it if they are not initiated into the church. People don't know what that is. Some people just put the Eucharist inside the Bible when they get back to their seat because they don't know what it is. That's Jesus. So I'm just explaining this to some people who listen to this podcast who are not Catholic and why we do what we do. There's a reason for all of it. Okay, I'm just going to pray that you guys have an extraordinary Mass. And by the way, if you're daily Mass goers, same thing applies. Same thing applies. And the more you attend and participate with an attitude of gratitude and worship and praise, you will walk out of there different. You will not be the same person you walked in as. That will show you you truly participated in Mass. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day. Talk to you Monday.